0: Yeah.
1: Coverage in place right now. Team coverage. Hurricane Ian is knock, knock, knocking on Florida's door. Holy Lord. Oh, I've been glued to the set all morning. Hurricane Ian is a Category 5 hurricane, which means the winds blow at like 6 billion miles an hour. Oh, man. Okay, I've got, I'm have got. i clicking back and forth because I want to see who the Today Show sends out there. Oh, they're talking to FEMA on the damn weather channel. By the way, good morning. Welcome to another fun-filled edition of the Arnie State Show. There we go. There's the two losers from the Today Show. This fucking old guy. Hey, here's a poncho and a cap. Go stand out in the weather, idiot. Oh, I love this. I love when they send the guys down there. The, the, the third hour of the Today Show, they're all sitting in there and they're their $1,000 suits, they're $6,000 dresses. Oh, Steve, how is it down there? It's fucking miserable. And, and how can you tell you're the most hated person in the office without being told you're the most hated person in the office? Ask Stephanie Abrams from the Weather Channel. Jim Cantore, like the lead dog, who woke up, I, I, I turned him on, he goes, man, I'm tired of waking up these Category 5 storms. Oh, I'm, I'm sure you are, since it's furthered your career and made you super rich. Uh, but he's in this place where the storm is not really hitting yet. He's not that wet. And then there's Stephanie Abrams, who's in the middle of Englewood, Florida, wherever the fuck that is. And she is getting drenched like she's the star of a bukkake movie. <laughs> oh, I love hurricane coverage. Oh, it is one of my very favorite things in this world. Oh man, and we will continue to report on this. Uh, FEMA's got the the uh, the sign language person. Maybe they got a real sign language person. I don't know. Uh let's see. Uh, <laughs> Uh, let's say some good morning, shall we? By the way, the Judas Priest song, you got another thing coming. That was all for our ass family members who hopefully have left the Florida area. If You're staying there. What the fuck? Uh, first one here is Hang Down, gents. She says, morning ass hump day. Oh, that's right. Today is hump day. Oh, my God. Hump day. Hump day. Hump day. I forgot with all this wonderful hurricane coverage. Um, I slept so well last night. New bed, two months on air mattresses and shit hotel beds. My old chubby body needs some luxury. I'm so energized and happy, can't wait to get off to work and go back to bed. Amen to that. And by the way, since we do this is a show of learning, we have to learn how to say the word idiot today in Chinese.
2: Idiot in Chinese.
1: Bai chu. Bai chute. Stephanie Abrams, you're a bite cheat. <laughs> Oh, I, I, I'm sorry, I didn't play the rest of the sound effects. There you go. See, we, we are an educational program here as well. Uh, let's see, Straight Fire says, Jen, now all you need is my pillow. Well, <laughs> well, happy hump day, asses. Uh, Derek says, good morning, ass family, and happy hump day, hump day, hump day. Hump day. Let's do this. Battleborn in Nebraska says, happy hump day, ass family and friends. Uh, Andrew says, good morning, ass, happy day." Storm update for you, Arnie Ian is fucking shit up Just heard it's only two miles an hour from being a cat five I'm about to be very busy Oh, you are The insurance world is going to blow up Because everybody's saying how big this is uh, Let's see, Hangdown Jen's giving the metal hands Or the hook'em horns Cameron Dye says, good morning, Arnie and ass family Cameron, what is up with you? How are you, my friend?
0: Oh, my lucky son.
1: Stars? The one and only Braddy kid is in the house Omar Mahajarifa
0: uh, something September 11th
1: Yep, yep, that that would be her I hope you have a spectacular day Gold says good morning folks How uh, how your morning is going better than mine did early this morning Positive vibes the rest of the day Amen, right out to you my friend Your are out this morning y'all Hot mama says uh, happy pump oh, day Past family Christopher seven 70 degrees, 7 a.m., bringing the rocks, hit you crave, your rock station, 95.7, the ass. Hurricane Ian drinks White Claw, wears bandana with a hat, wears sunglasses indoors, and is severely delinquent on child support payments. And let's not forget, wears so- socks with sandals. I fucking love Jim Cantore. He's my weatherman. How do you spell that? I don't know what, what you're at. Oh, there he is. There's, there's a sign language guy. Okay. What we got here? Oh, t- today, third hour. What we got here? Got idiots down. Oh, idiot is on TV. Jo- Joe Biden's talking about how severe this hurricane could be. Um, let's talk about it. Ron DeSantis came out and he pretty much said, "Look, get out. This is gonna be bad. Catastrophic flooding, life-threatening storm surge. They- they're talking like a, a 15-foot seawall coming up at- in Tampa." This is a big storm. This is one of those storms you got to worry about. And they should be worried all along the west coast of Florida. All the people on the east coast are like, yeah, take that, you sons of bitches. So we got that going. Now, now, now. There's only one thing that could make storm coverage better is that that's when stupid people get involved. And boy, do we have a stupid person to talk about. Mm-mm-mm. Senator Amy Klobuchar, whatever her name is. Uh, Katrina 2.0. I don't know if it's going to be as bad as Katrina because when Katrina happened, you have to remember all those levees that were built in Louisiana and they were supposed to be getting funding from their crooked ass politicians. But instead of going to fund the levees, they didn't. They went to their back pockets. And the levee system conked out because this was such a big storm, Katrina. I mean, um, and that's what caused all the massive flooding. Katrina was a bad storm. It, it, it was—I don't think it was one of those that hung over the the Louisiana for hours at a time. I think it was like a buzzsaw that went through there, but it destroyed the levee system, and that's kind of what flooded everything. I mean, the mayor. His, his, uh, his plan of uh, getting people to leave, he was going to wait for the storm to hit, and then he was going to grab all the school buses in New Orleans and evacuate those people with school buses. But that's like letting the house burn all the way down before you fucking get all the, the survivors of the house fire. And those buses were all underwater by the time he was ready to go get them. So And that was all part of the levee system. I think this is going to be one of those storms that hangs out. Everybody's saying it's going to hang out and rain for like two hours. Mm. This is the shit that fascinates me. Uh, let's see. Uh, hurricane that drinks white clothes. I think that's funny. Buenos dias, Ogre. Guess the Bucks will play their home games in San Antonio this week. Probably. Buenos dias, I said that uh, I don't know how these politicians don't get indicted for those actions. It costs many. I I hear you. I hear you. But see, this is the thing with Louisiana politics is you can go all the way back to the 30s and Huey P. Long, the governor of the state, and all the Longs that came after him are all crooked. It's just their way of doing things there. Florida, on the other hand, they have crooked politicians, but their politicians get paid off mainly by Special interest groups, the sugar growers, things like that. And the levies and the stuff they have in place, because, well, they are Hurricane Alley. They're like, yeah, we'll take this serious. Calling it now, Mia versus Miami versus Tampa Bay in the Super Bowl. They'll get them there to push relief funding. Well, Miami ain't going to get hit. Tampa's going to get hit. Tampa's going to be fucking underwater. But thanks to Senator Amy Colbar out of Minnesota, she suggested... I'm not making this up. If you vote for Democrats in November, <laughs> it will help with hurricane and climate change. So, so if you vote for Democrats in November, according to the, the, the fine lady from Minnesota here, the hurricanes won't be as bad anymore. The hurricanes are like, oh, shit, Democrats are in charge. (laughs) We just did something about climate change for the first time in decades. That's not true. Uh, That's why they got to win this. That hurricane bears down on Florida. We've got to win the midterms. Well, the the midterms happen after this hurricane, so you're going to let the hurricane hit and be real, real bad. But say, hey, if you vote our way, they aren't going to be bad anymore. We promise. I don't know how she can say that. Fred says, what a retard. Gail says, retard isn't a strong enough word. Um... Morning Joe host Joe Scarborough told her that he wanted to celebrate bipartisan achievements in Congress and said two things could be true at the same time. We could be facing grave political crisis. Women could be facing grave crisis when it comes down to their own control over birth control. At the same time, Democrats and Republicans have figured out how to get a quite few things done over the past few years. Shut up, Morning Joe. This lady said that if you vote for Democrats, the hurricanes won't be that bad. What about earthquakes? Will they be as bad? I don't know. How about tornadoes? Yesterday, Florida was seeing an increase in their tornado sightings as well. And that's because when you have a cool weather stream, like we've had recently go through this area, and it's blowing through and it's going towards Florida, and then you have this warm weather stream coming up from the Gulf, when those hit, that's what produces funnel clouds. Now they have to deal with funnel clouds. I mean, Florida, look, if you're from Florida, you probably are one of the toughest people in the world. You have to deal with tornadoes, hurricanes, wild monkeys that have STDs. That's a real story. Bears, alligators that they don't let you kill, and now all the snakes and shit that they got there. It's a wild place, man. And not to mention the basalts and the people. Oh, Jim Cantor. Oh, no, No, Stephanie's on. Okay, they, they, they've they let her out of her hole. Thank God. Let's see what the Today Show is doing. Oh, they're in commercials because they, they could care less. Yep, Winter Haven, they're going to get hit inland. I mean, this storm could reach all the way. It, it looks like it is going to reach all the way across the state in the north part. It's going to hit in the Tampa area, go up to Daytona Beach, St. Augustine, Jacksonville, and just destroy them. It's a bad storm, people. Bad, bad storm. (laughs) I bet you you dollars to donuts. And you know how much I love donuts. Holy
0: shit! Look (laughs) at them donuts!
1: Every single migrant that was flown to fucking Martha's Vineyard is happier than shit today. Uh, oh, we do not have to deal with the hurricane. Oh, okay, good. I'll have another mimosa. And <laughs> think about that, huh? Ron DeSantis just saved hundreds of migrants' lives. Can Tiger Woods just seduce the f- and fuck the hurricane? It seems he's worked him in the past. No kidding. I can't believe it's a hurricane hitting Florida. Hollywood. Oh, how weird. Yeah, I, look, it's part of their – they're geared up for it. Uh, my friend who lives in lovely Port Char- Charlotte, Florida. well, That's going to get hit. They've been prepping for this. I believe it when I see it. I've been forced so many times to see these hurricanes end up not being as bad. I know this is kind of like – this is like Christmas Eve, and you go downstairs and you open that first big box – And a lot of times, the Hurricanes are sweaters and socks. Like, you open that box that you're so excited about, you've been watching that box the entire time, making sure nobody touches it, it's going to be the first thing that you open because you think there's something really cool in it, and boom, it's a sweater and socks from Aunt Gladys. You're like, oh, fuck this shit. You know, hardly ever do you run down there, you open that big box, and it's a new fucking PlayStation. But hopefully this will be a PlayStation. Uh, Current projections are it will run uh, over Florida and swing back to slam the Carolinas. Well, that's lovely. I just know that if we vote for Democrats in November, they they won't be as bad anymore. I think I'm going to go ahead and change my vote because I am absolutely stupid. Oh, I think that's just fantastic. Yes, vote for us. We won't. <laughs> Our hurricanes aren't as bad. And, of course, there was nobody. Of course, nobody's going to go see her and and say anything about this. Because I would ask the question, um, how can you prove that, ma'am? Oh, boy. They, oh, they're showing a picture from outer space. This is a big old storm. Good Lord. Maybe if the hurricane strikes Tampa, then a Republican like Scott Baio can say Joe Biden doesn't care about white people. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. I'll keep you updated. It's going to make landfall here in the next two or three hours. So uh, I've got the TV on in the background, and we will keep uh, coverage up. Team coverage, 2024, 2022, Hurricane Ian. Dun dun dun! <laughs> and now back to the regular show. Oh, uh, you know, I this is what I find to be funny. So, so, uh, you remember last week, New York City?
0: New York City. They were
1: saying this is a humanitarian crisis with all these buses of immigrants showing up here. They call them migrants. They're illegal aliens. I don't give a fuck what you call them. But now a parking lot in the Bronx is being turned into a processing center and people are going to live in a giant tent community. Now, now, a processing center, will they be able to leave said processing center or will they have to stay in processing center? I'm just wondering, and will the kids be kept in cages? I, I know that these processing centers have... have been shit on in the past because, well, they're in Texas and, and we have to put people in cages here. So it wasn't that big of a, a, a deal. You're, you're going to turn a parking lot into a, an area and house these people. Well, that sounds like what you should be doing since you are a sanctuary city. The first Monday bus arrived at 5.50, followed by one at 5.58, 6.12, 6.21. <laughs> by the way, El Paso is being hit with 1,500 illegal aliens a day. This, to me, it look, I look at this and, and I just laugh. And then, this this is the best part. This is completely the best part of it. The White House has released it. Oh, wait. No, not that one. This White House is amazing to me. Now, you remember, you remember what we're doing here in Texas is terrible. We're we're, we're causing problems, a humanitarian problem in Chicago and New York and Philadelphia and where we're sending them. Well guess what the White House said yesterday? Oh, and, and I hope it's John Look Pierre who who's says boss. it. How did okay. it take people? I don't know how it took you that long to be a boss. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oracle Net Suites. No, let's let's not play this ad. Come on. But this to me is the funniest thing I, I, I've seen in the last week. Has to be. How long is it? They play the full ad, I can't skip the ad. Oracle NetSuite has paid so much. Here you go.
3: Country. Um, there are even some men in Russia trying to flee the country. Um, there are even some reports of people trying to harm themselves physically to try to avoid conscription. Um, I know the White House has drawn a distinction between the Russian government and the people of Russia. Does the President have a message to some of these men who are sort of desperately trying to flee the country? Is there anything that he would say? So, I mean, we've, we've spoken about this uh, a couple of times. And, look, we are seeing protests in the streets uh, of Russia. We are seeing people sign petitions. And I think the message that they're sending to us very clearly Uh, is that this war that Putin started, this war that was started by the Kremlin, is unpopular. And there are people out there in Russia, Russians who do not want to fight Putin's war or put their lives, uh, or or die for it. And so that has been made very clear. Oh, say it, honey. Come on, say it. Uh, You know, we continue uh, to say uh, to folks, uh, I know there was a question that was asked about uh, uh, seeking refugee uh, from persecution. You know, uh, we believe that uh, regardless of their nationality, uh, they may apply for asylum in the United States. There it is. Oh,
1: fantastic. So now we have Russians who aren't willing to fight for Vladimir Putin, which I can't blame them that we are going to say hey come here there's more room here you don't have to fight here you can live off the system here it's just like good old communist russia wait a second i thought we had a humanitarian problem and you're saying come on over and you have a hard time with us shipping up these immigrants to these sanctuary cities what the fuck is going on there? Doesn't New York have a huge processing center, a little place called Ellis Island? Yeah, they should get that thing back up and running. 1500? Well, hell yeah, they want to see Times Square. I love how this cunt always has to. Ev- ev- We've already been talking about this. Well, maybe just maybe you can get the fucking point to be succinct. For the first time, instead of tossing word salad so reporters have to ask more specific questions, it's St. Pierre's version of circling back. It really is. The, the absolute worst press secretary is known to mankind. And it, it does it shock you that they work for Joe Biden? I mean, honestly. Look, look at everybody he's put in place. The guy who's in charge of monkeypox. He's like the fucking, the, the, the motorcycle guy from the village people. The, the, the secretary of health and human services couldn't even get into the village people or the person that's in charge of the nuclear waste. Then you put a mayor of a college town in charge of the transportation department. What is this man doing? It's like he's got this gigantic wrecking ball that he's just dropping in parts of the country as he can. Does he hate America that much to put non-qualified people in all these positions? That's the part that I have such a hard time for. Look, I get cronyism, and I I understand all that. But when it comes to actually running the country... You don't just fill it with things that fill out spots on a checklist. You get people that are qualified. Pete Booty Gig is not qualified to be the, the 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 Secretary of Transportation for the United States of America. You don't people put people in charge where. You're sending a man, and and look, I'm sorry, I don't know how he dresses or what his pronouns are, and I don't care. I'm talking about the bald one that dresses like a gal all the time who's in charge of the nuclear waste. You don't send that to another country and sit down for meetings. President Miley Cyrus came in like a wrecking ball. Yeah, she wrecked it all.
0: <sighs>
1: I, I just, I look at this, I, I can't get mad anymore. I, me getting mad over this is, is stupid. It's a waste of time to get mad anymore. You just have to look at it and go, okay, I'm going to do my part in November. And if the rest of the country doesn't, well, then we're done. I've come to terms with it. I, I I don't want it to be over. I don't want this experiment known as America to be over. But I tell you what, if the red wave doesn't happen in November, we are so screwed. We are so screwed. Because that will all but guarantee a 2024 election victory for whoever's on the Democratic side, and it won't be Joe Biden. You Californians, you know who it'll be. It'll be your current chief. I'm not kidding. This isn't hyperbole. This isn't a way to scare you. There is only one name on the Democratic side that could actually run for president and win. And that is Gavin Newsom. Because so many people, I, I don't know what it is. I don't get it. He's so charismatic. that And, and women love him. That's the only reason why I can see him getting reelected in California to everything he's done to you in California. Now, granted, Larry Elders wasn't the greatest choice in the world. But it doesn't seem like it matters. When he wins re-election of of the governorship, boy, he is going to turn his eyes to 2024. And I can see a, a party with him... And all he's got to do is pick the right person. That's it. If he picks AOC, that's the wrong person. He won't win then. None of the squad members would be the right people. But if he picks somebody like Liz Cheney, oh boy. Or somebody like Michelle Obama, oh boy. Ghost says, if Gavin becomes president, I'll consider leaving this country. I'll never leave the country. I, I, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be one of these fucking Alec Baldwin, you know, all these asshole celebrities that go, oh, if this so-and-so wins this election, I'm leaving the country. Well, because they've never left. I'm not going to leave my country. I'm going to watch my country fucking kill itself. That's why I, and I look forward to it. Women in America respect us. We have brains, also, women in America. Oh, that Gavin is so handsome. It's sad, but yes, it's true. Like, I'm watching the world change in front of me, and there's nothing wrong with it, but I have to make sure that I have to keep my mouth closed. Have you noticed a lot of homecoming pictures up on your social media lately? I have. I've noticed a lot of girls going to homecoming with other girls. Now, I I haven't done the the asking, but I can I can assume, you know, one in one equals lesbianism. And that's fine. You want it, okay. But man oh man, it is it is out there and abundant now. And it's one of those things that I'm just not used to seeing. And it's catching me off guard. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I'm not saying it's it it it's terrible, it's wrong. No, it's catching me off guard. Let's see, just got texted. Uh I don't see him winning a primary outside of California. He is uh far left for most Democrats outside of California. Zach, I hope you're right. I look, man, I hope you're right. But look at all these people that get elected. Nancy Pelosi, California, sure. You got Amy Klubar, who said that that if you voted Democrat, it'll weaken hurricanes. The Tlaib chick up in Minnesota, and, and and what's her name? Klobar is also from Minnesota. New York, I mean, you have AOC. I hope, I hope, but man, this is one of those things where I just have to sit here and, and hope and pray that this red wave comes through and and people actually see it and pay attention to it. What's that? It doesn't matter. The Dems only vote by looking at the D by the name. They don't actually follow politics. No, they don't. And look, look, look. There are a lot of Republicans that do the exact same thing. They see an R in front of a name. They vote for that. It is sad. Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm. But hey, we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about fun shit. Uh, Let's see. What else we got here today? Uh, Oh, oh, good. Good, good, good. Let's talk about this stupidity here. Finally, it's happened. The first lawsuit has been filed. Well, if the story were to come up. First lawsuit to block Joe Biden's student loan handout, which, by the way, by the way, you ready for this, America? It's going to cost you $400 billion a year. That's right, $400 billion a year. Uh, Frank Garrison, attorney for the Pacific Legal Foundation, brought the suit against the Department of Education Tuesday in district court. Garrison and his attorneys uh, at the Pacific Legal Foundation filed a temporary restraining order to prevent the loan handout from going into effect. You have all these punk ass kids standing in front of the White House, cancel student debt. President Biden, thank you for canceling the student debt because we don't want to ever pay anything back because we deserve it because we're young and Americans. Oh, I want to see every state tax the shit out of this. You know what they should do? All these states should tax the shit out of it and then call up people that paid off their student loans and give them money back. Oh, wow, look at that. You got $10,000 taken off. That's a $10,000 tax now here in the state of Texas. $400 billion a year it's going to cost. And by the way, the initial cost of it's already over a trillion dollars. Let's see. Congress did not authorize the executive branch to unilaterally cancel student debt, said uh, one of the lawyers in the foundation. It's flagrantly illegal for the executive branch to create a $500 billion program by press release and without statutory authority or even basic notice. Well, at least finally somebody's saying it. Joe Biden believes he has all this power because I—I bet you he thinks that he can move things with his mind. He's a shapeshifter.
4: We go back a long way. She was twelve, I was thirty. But anyway, mm-hmm. this woman helped me get an awful lot done. Any anyway. rate. By the way. It's all his fault that we're spending $6 billion in taxpayer money this month to help AIDS fight HIV AIDS. What a stupid son of a bitch. brand <laughs> so Brandon, I agree. But even Dr. King's assassination did not have the worldwide impact
1: that George Floyd's mm-hmm. death did. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And by the way, by the way, these kids that were standing outside of the White House with these things, cancel student debt, they think that $10,000 is a good start. They want it all forgiven. Now, I don't know how much that would cost us. Hundreds of trillions of dollars. I, I, I mean, I... I we're, we're, we're forgiving 10,000 of it right now. Most of it's going to be over a hundred grand. Mm-mm-mm. But hey, uh, these kids deserve it, you know Because they all got trophies growing up, so we should get all you all get a college education. And you see, when you make everybody special, nobody's special. So enjoy not getting that job at McDonald's with your degree due to the fact that California McDonald's has to pay you $22 an hour now and you have no work experience. So guess what? You are not welcome here. You can order from the kiosk, but you are not even trained enough to mop the floors in the back. I ain't making this stuff up, man. Uh, that, that's why it's so comical to me. This is really comical. And this is why I hate Saturday Night Live so much. They have so much material here with this guy. Oh, Zach. Zach, you're so cute. When it comes to this loan forgiveness, what happened to teaching personal responsibility <laughs> Burn Pop was a bad, dude. Oh, ho, ho, ho. personal responsibility. Come on, man. I mean, personal responsibility. First they want college to be paid for. Then when they graduate, they realize a degree is not guaranteed for employment. They'll demand universal income for doing nothing. Well, they got that. Remember, we got a universal income for doing nothing. It was called the fucking COVID relief fund. These entitled piles of ostriches need to wake the fuck up and take responsibility for themselves and stop expecting others to take care of them. Well, hey, hey, let me, let me, let me just say this first. I'm not making fun of you. I agree with everything you just said there, and 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 Zach, I agree with you as well. They should learn his personal responsibility. But. The problem is is that we're basing this on how we would have reacted. You see, this is that, 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 that thing that Bill Maher was talking about. I, I can't remember the damn word. I need to write the damn word down. Presentism, that's it. When people 500 years ago should have known better that 500 years now, the, the world's a, a shit place. Look, we know that they should take personal responsibility for it because that's what we did, and we learned from it. These people have never taken personal responsibility for anything. Let me just say this right now, and I'll get it out. If they really did believe in taking personal responsibility, then when the Supreme Court this year had their little hem-haw with abortions, they wouldn't have gotten so upset. But you see, they don't take personal responsibility. They want to go out to the club on a Friday night. They want to get their hee-haw on. And they do a little of the hoopty and the dupe-dee. And they didn't use protection. Well, let's just take care of that. Now, is that really taking responsibility for it, or is that the quick, easy way out? And I don't have a problem with the quick, easy way out. That's fine you got to you got to answer to your maker for it but to say that this generation needs to come up and take their personal responsibility they ain't they ain't and see that's why our generation has to come in and beat them into it i fucking hate the memes on facebook about how evil it is for people to want students to pay their own share and meanwhile, these same entitled millennials and GZ fuckwads spout out how they want the rich to pay their fair share. Fuck all you little assholes. You do not create good by forcing others to engage in so-called charity or goodwill. Charity without choice is called tax, and it's no longer altruistic. It's one person reaching into another's pocket and stealing it. Bravo. And then deciding against your will how you, it's spit. Against your will. You know, like rape. Perfectly said. Now, now I understand why we pay taxes in this country. I know it's for the roads, it's for the schools, it's for police departments and things like that, and I can agree with that. But once they start overtaxing people or they attack the rich for just being rich, do you know what happens then? The rich are so rich that they move out of this country and they move to places that don't punish people for being rich. And companies... The reason why companies move out of America is because it's too expensive to do business in America because everybody's got their fucking hands out. You raise the national minimum wage to like $17 or $18 an hour, I guarantee you, hold on a second, let me, let me let me say this right now. I guarantee you will see so many businesses leave this country Just wait for California. If you, if you were bitching and moaning that there are too many McDonald's or Sonics there, it, get, they're gone. They are going to be closing up shop. Can I just say, when you truly fuck up and have to come to Jesus' moment and spill out the truth and take responsibility, it is the most incredible feeling. Sad to think that some will never know what that feels like. Oh, it, it very true. Very, very true. <laughs> I just sit back. I, 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 I honestly, I, I want to order some popcorn. Because it's so delicious to watch. Because I kind of already know the outcome. When, when our group of people go to the millennials and the punk-ass kids and go, God damn it, pay your fair share or or learns from responsibility. The younger side is just going to laugh because there's going to be enough people on the older side. that goes, they need to be protected. They need to be protected. This older side is not like, not every one of us is like me and Ogre. There are people out there that protect them. One of my favorite episodes I ever saw, there's a show called Friday Night Tykes. And it followed this football league here in Texas. And this football league was like for 8- to 10-year-olds. But it was competitive as shit. And that, that's why I liked it. And this mom, in the second season of it, she joins this one team, and this team sucks. And she's like, yeah, I wanted my son to come play here because I was tired of everybody getting a trophy. That's exactly what she said. Exactly what she said. And the season played on. Her kids sucked. Because her kid played on a team that was for fun before. Now he's playing on a team where winning is the most important thing, as it always should be. And he don't get any playing time, but she's team mom. She's going to be bringing all the fucking orange slices, bringing all the high-C to games. Kid, high-C high is what we used to drink out of this big metal container where we'd have to open it, you know, with a uh, one of them big openers. You have to open both sides so the air fills. yeah. But we had had high C after games. We didn't know what electrolytes were. So she becomes team mom. And her son still ain't getting any playing time, and she's all over this coach. And this team misses the playoffs. They were not a good team. And they had a little banquet at the end of the year, which I don't understand why you have a banquet for a losing team, but okay. And this mom showed up at that banquet with trophies for every kid. Even though she said she's tired of getting a trophy for doing nothing. She brought trophies to all the kids. And the coach accepted it. The coach was like, oh, that was a nice touch. Wasn't a nice touch? You had a mom out there who said, I don't want this for my kid. And then did that for her kid because she didn't want her kid to hurt. And I understand it, but this is the thing that we all need to realize. Being a kid sucks. Being a kid means no. I, for the longest time, thought my last name was Damn It Arnie No. My middle name was Arnie. My last name was No. My first name was Damn It. Damn It Arnie No. Too many parents kept giving into these kids, giving into these kids. What happened? They grew up to be entitled. And now they're spoiled, entitled mid to you know, mid to late twenties, thirty years old. And they're still waiting for people to work for them. They are a lost generation. We didn't need electronics. We had sugar. You're goddamn right. Orange is an orange at game, and you get cramps after. Amen to that. Uh, I'm in-laws with some uh, real social Che Guevara types. Where I did team sports one year in Catholic school, we didn't get oranges or high C after games. We got to kneel and remember how we were going to hell and then bike home on cleats and be thankful for it. Yeah, and you imagine you bike home on those fucking metal pedals, too, that had the teeth in there. Oh, those things would tear up a shin. Oh, you mean uh, unironically, Jake Guevara, or do they just like the shirts? Probably unequiv- they, they probably love him. Douglas, happy hump day to you, my friend. I hope that you're doing well today. <clears throat> I just I, I just love it that until and, and and you know what? I think the younger generation, this is me maybe just hoping and, and praying. But I think if you put them in enough of an uncomfortable situation. They can somehow figure it out. One or two of them can and can maybe start showing the light to the other ones. I know that's my pie in the sky. No, we don't have pie. Um, Ideals about this country, I hope. But I I can hope in one hand and shit in the other and see which one gets full first, too. I mean... It, it, it's, it, it's fascinating to think about and it's depressing to think about all at the same time. Um, uh, Christopher, is they hate capitalism, even though it bought land because of capitalism, and did BLM white guilt-kneeling protesters and full-on supporters of Beto O'Rourke. Um, there is a fight going on in the halls of Congress Jerry Nadler, that fat bastard who always falls asleep, is calling out Adam Schiff and Nancy Pelosi and how they handled the impeachment proceedings against Donald Trump, insisting that the methods used by the prominent Democrats were, quote, unconstitutional. And then could be used to attack the party. Well, uh... Duh! I mean... Hello? Nadler, according to his book, took issue with how Schiff, who was uh, tapped by Pelosi to lead impeachment, impeachment efforts, was prepared to proceed with the impeachment without due process for Donald Trump. Oh, let the infighting start. Oh, it's going to be magnificent. Magnificent. <laughs> I love how you know your audience. Pie in the sky and without missing a beat. No, you chubby fuckers, there's no pie. It's fucking metaphorical. Put the fork down. <laughs> Funny thing is, personally, they, uh, they're they great people, and I get along with them uh, at get-togethers, but their economic policies and academic rancid pie in the sky. Yeah, no pie. Arnie, is this, uh, is, this is a generation that thinks it's okay to FaceTime their phone calls in public, like, it, it's their world. Oh, look, 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 look. And you know where they got that from? They got that from their mamas. They got that from their mamas and their daddies. We've all seen this before. Um, and, and this is why I still go out in public just so I can see this stuff happen because it is so delicious to me to watch. When somebody gets a cell phone in, in, or, or, or a call and they're like sitting in a restaurant alone just waiting for the other person, they seem to talk a couple le- uh, octaves higher or volume levels higher. Oh, hi, Jenny. Yes. Oh, I'm at Chili's right now. Oh, uh, I'm going to have lunch with Gladys. Oh, we're going to talk about how we can save the environment. They like to let everybody know their business on calls. You see, and, and when they had kids, they brought the kids in and they did the same thing. And the kids are like, oh, when mama gets a cell phone call, we shut up because that's the most important thing. And that's what, the kids are sponges. You're raising adults, people. I have never, ever been okay with when a kid throws a, a, a tantrum in a store that the, the parent leaves the store. I'm happy because I don't have to hear a crying-ass kid in the store. But that parent just did that, the most biggest misservice they could do to not only themselves but to the kid, because what they've taught the kid is, if the kid doesn't want to go to the grocery store because I don't know SpongeBob is on at home, all he's got to do is fucking throw a tantrum, mom and leave. I, I look, do this next time your kid fucking starts yelling in the store, tape his mouth shut and stay in the store an extra hour. Say, that, that's what this will get you. We'll be here longer. You'll miss not only Spongebob, but the Power Rangers, too. Those are even on TV. I don't even let my two-month-old grandson cry. No, he don't cry. Oh, so they're stupid. Why don't they move to North Korea? It's co- <laughs> communist paradise, and they wish America is more like that after all. Maybe Cuba. Spanish is an easier language to learn. It really is. Oh, man. Oh, but the infight Oh, let the infighting happen. Let them just take each other apart. And expose their bad things, and then people won't vote for them. Oh, I love it. I love it. All right, final story here in the first segment. Um, What is with Joe Biden? I I, I, I mean, uh, honest to God.
4: We go back a long way. (laughs) She was 12. I was 30. But anyway, (laughs) this woman helped me get an awful lot done. Anyway. Imagine had the tobacco industry been immune to prostitute being sued. Come on. Huh?
1: The White House yesterday has released its national strategy for ending hunger in the United States by 2030. Ahead of the White House Conference on Hunger, Nutrition, and Health. Now, let, let's just go ahead and go, Mr. President, you didn't stop COVID. You, 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 you dumbass. You want to, you want to cure cancer and you want to end hunger. Are you leaving anything on the table for anybody coming down the line? You want to end hunger. The way you end hunger is you, you make people eat. Yes, I, I, Kale, I still don't know how it's funny, a 30-year-old and a 12-year-old going way back. I say call ABC if your kid is acting up. Oh, I'll come over there. You don't want to be the bad guy? No, no problem at all. I mean, you'll call and you'll get this. You need people like me so you can point your fucking fingers and say that's the bad guy. Yeah. See, I like this. This is good. This is the way the ABC can branch out. Usually, I'm taking over for kids that have bullies. I like this idea, Andrew. Andrew, I like this. This is for the parents that don't want to raise their hand to their kids. You guys can call me. Arnie will come to your house, ages 8. We'll go 7, because 7-year-olds are starting to toughen up. We'll go ages 7 all the way up to 15. Because I'm tougher than everybody in that age group. 16, now now we're starting to deal with kids that maybe had a bad life. But, but 7 to 15, I will come to your house and I will whoop your kids' ass. Literally whoop them. Not beat them up, I will whoop But that's part of Arnie Beats Children, ABC. Oh, I love this idea. Oh, we've, we, we've just expanded the business. I might have to hire more people. What are the job requirements? Well, you have, you, you have to hit kids. <laughs> Requirement one is the ability to hit a child. Fuck, I'm there. <laughs> oh. You know, and the parents, you, you look at the parents when you show up and go, look, I'm going to whoop this kid's ass. He talked back to you, that's worth five spanks on the ass. And I got a big-ass hand. Oh, you don't want me to use a hand? Okay, I'll use a paddle. Go back to find find a old high school assistant principal and buy one of his old paddles off him with the air holes already cut in there. Boy, that kid will not be disrespecting you anymore. Get that homework done. Yeah, yeah. Can we get the paddle with holes for extra fee? Amen. We need Abe magazine. Arnie Beats entitled Millennials and Gen Z are assholes. Well, now, see, now, this is interesting because we could, we could, in in fact, even grow the business bigger of ABC. If you're an older parent and you have a 20-year-old kid that's living at home, likes to play the video games all day, doesn't like to wash, things like that, you can bring him in. And what we do with him or her is we could put them in shackles and I could paddle them in shackles. Because they're going to be older, they're going to be a little stronger, and we're going to need to restrain them. Tell them that you're going to the comic book store and they'll easily go. You roofie them on the way, they wake up in the paddles and I go, hey, you disrespected your mom the other day. You're going to have to get like 14 slots here. Because the older you are, the more you're going to get. Imagine the interview at the unemployment office if you get fired from ABC. So you beat children. Yep, damn right I did, and I'll do it again for a steady paycheck. <laughs> I can see it now. My ex texts me that my son told her that I had a stranger spank him. <laughs> oh, oh, we have a little talking to, to the kids. We We say, we're not going to talk about this, are we? Because maybe I'll start living in your closet. Oh, yeah, oh, I'm psychologically going to fuck your kids up. Just letting you know. That's one of the warning labels that that, that is on ABC. It could psychologically damage your child. One per year of age, I like that. Boy, that 15-year-old kid ain't going to be able to sit down. Or that 25-year-old. 25-year-old, I might break the fucking paddle. But see, they all have these ideas that Joe Biden, we're going to end hunger by 2030. No, we're not. No, we're not. By the way, by the way, why is there a hunger issue in America to begin with? Let's think about this. Why is there a hunger problem in the U.S.? It ain't because we live in Shittistan or Dirtsville. We can actually grow food. And by the way, there's a convenience store on every corner that if you're so hungry, I don't, I don't, I don't recommend this, but you can go in and steal food. There's a hunger problem in America. Where are people hungry in America? That they can't do something about it. No, 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 no. No, I, I'm not having this discussion. The richest nation on earth by far. We have a hunger. The hunger issue is all self-imposed. If you're talking about bums on the street, go get a fucking jobby job. Hunger issue in America. Hunger issue in America it ain't like we got. Well, we have an evil leader right now. But he's not holding food back from people like Kim Jong Un. Those people have to scurry through fucking fields to get rats. America has a hunger issue because of government regulations and policies. Bullshit. There ain't a hunger issue in this country. As long as churches are open, there ain't no hunger issue. You can get government cheese. We have a hunger problem because McDoubles are two fifty dollars now. The McRib is going to be $10 sandwich this year. Boy, I tell you what, them motherfuckers at Arby's are on my radar. The other night, I'm sitting here watching TV, and all of a sudden I see a picture of McRib and another picture of a McRib, and I'm like, oh, my God, it's McRib time. Oh, it's time to... I might have to skip my next doctor's appointment because my cholesterol is going to be high along with other things in my blood system. Thanks, Jen. Uh, (laughs) I got a wonderful package in the mail yesterday, and I'm very happy about it. I slept so good last night, my knees are not in pain. Um, But a hunger issue in America. Fuck you. Right in the ear. equivalent of ass-whooping today is taking away their phones and social media. Kids would lose their damn minds. Then when we throw fit, ass whoopings are coming. That's a double dose of life, kiddos. Amen to that. Oh, first thing I do, first thing I do when I come, ABC comes in, I'll be like, how often is a kid on the phone? Oh, they're always on the phone. I I go, let me see their phone. They hand me their phone, and I break it. Bam! Done. That kid's going to start crying, and then that's when the licks come. Whack! Whack! I would think there's an overeating problem in America. We have an epidemic of obesity, no offense. None taken. I Look, I, this is why I'm I'm railing against a hunger issue in America. Imagine the Arnie of 2005 hearing from 2022 Arnie that he takes pot products. I know, right? Isn't that crazy? You keep saying hunger. I'm not trying hard to eat uh, just to eat, but dear Lord, I'm fucking eating my lunch already. I'm so susceptible to suggestions. <laughs> How funny! I, I mean, we're going to end hunger in America by 2030. Is that something that's really in? Like literally, I, 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 is hunger an issue in America? Because if it is, well, I, I got to say this right now: if kids are involved, those are some really bad parents. I'm not talking about any food in general. I mean, I'm going to make some macaroni and cheese here in a little while when the show's over. Maybe put some tuna in there. I don't know. I got my teeth in. Maybe put some 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 chips on top. That does sound pretty good today. Or does it sound better with hot dogs? Either way. <laughs> there should not be a hunger problem in America. I just laugh at that. Uh, that, that 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 blows my mind literally blows my mind if there is truly a hunger problem in America it's self-imposed d- d- don't even don't don't cry for me Argentina oh shit I haven't said that in a while that means I gotta play it right yep don't
0: cry for me Argentina my wild days my mad
2: existence
5: I kept my promise
2: don't keep your
6: distance
1: when I bring my lunch to work it's fine by 9 or 10 and then I have to eat another lunch otherwise I won't make it until dinner but I don't bring lunch so I can go all day and not be hungry oh Anyone who thinks we have a hunger problem here need to tell that that there's skeletal kids in Africa who can't breathe because they fall in the drain and that's no water. I mean, look, look. I don't see a bunch of kids with distended bellies in America up, fighting up, off flies. That's hunger. When you see one of them little pot-bellied fucking kids walking around and they got like 15 flies on their face, that's hunger. Is that from a Disney film? No, it's from the actual movie, uh, the uh, Madonna movie where she played Ava Perone. the Don't Cry For Me Argentina. I think it was called that, but I'm not sure. All right, phone number is 775-357-FANS, arnyradio1 at gmail.com. You can always hit me up on Mixler. Oh, man, and the stories left that we got going. Oh, today's a good day. Today's a fun day to be me. Uh, So here you go. (laughs)
5: Somebody truck in a farmer's field, a no trespass sign, and time to kill. Nobody's gonna get hurt, so what's the big deal? somebody truck in a farmer's field, and somebody beer sitting on ice after a long hard day. Tastes just right on that drop tailgate on a summer night. There's something about beer sitting on ice. And there's something a girl in a red sundress with an ice cold beer pressed against her lips. And that farmer's field <laughs> will make a boy a man Somebody girl in a red sundress And there's somebody kiss that's gonna lead the more On that drop to gate back behind the corn The most natural thing you ever felt before There's somebody kiss That's gonna lead the more And the somebody Some by creek around 2 a.m. After a few of those beers, you wanna dive on.
7: Come a kinfolk in the moonlight Louisiana Saturday night Well you get down the fiddle And you get down the bow. Kick off your shoes and you throw them in the floor Dance in the kitchen till the morning light Louisiana Saturday night Jack, belly full of beer and a possum in a sack. Fifteen kids in the front porch light, Louisiana Saturday night. When the folk leave and the kids get fed, me and my woman gonna slip off to bed. Have a little fun when we turn out the lights, Louisiana Saturday night. Well, you get down the fiddle and you get down the bow, kick off your shoes and you throw them on the floor, dance in the kitchen till the morning light. Louisiana, Saturday night. Yeah, you get down the fiddle and you get down the bow. Kick off your shoes and you throw them on the floor. Dance in the kitchen till the morning light. Louisiana, Saturday night. shoes and you throw them on the floor dance in the kitchen till the morning light louisiana saturday night
2: now back to the arnie state show also known as Ass.
7: Your ass look good. I'm gonna violate
2: that. Wait, no, that's not wait. Wait. Word. Call 775
1: 357 fans Team coverage. Hurricane 2022. Hurricane Ian slamming into Fort Myers. Jim Seidel is on the on the watch for the Weather Channel in Fort Myers, and he is just getting hammered. Oh, there's Stephanie. Stephanie's back in that neighborhood where nobody else is, probably ransacking houses as she's getting drenched like a porn star on a bukkake shoot. (laughs) I love it, man. Oh, hurricane coverage is so fantastic. And then there's the asshole in the studio. Well, I can imagine it's bad out there. I don't have any pants on right now. Nice and toasty in the studio. As Stephanie's talking, palm trees behind her are about to be uprooted and blown out of the ground. But she's just still standing there. She's got a little notepad. She is a trooper. (laughs) What is she saying? Get me home. I mean, she like, is like, all you got to do is turn on the weather channel. And this would be hours of entertainment here. The eye wall coming on shore now at Fort Myers. Guster are at 60 degrees. The weatherman, the, the, the camera guy was just wiping off his camera. And we go to commercials. Oh, there you go. Team coverage here at the Arnie State Show. Why? Because we are an educational show. <laughs> All right. Speaking of educational, the state of California has done something that only four other states have done. Thanks to Assembly Bill 351, the law doesn't go into effect until 2027, but now allows for natural organic reduction, a process that would allow for human remains to break down in a soil-filled vessel over time. That's right. Oh, she is doing her job. Oh, I give her credit. Stephanie Abrams is doing the shit out of her job. So uh, the cycle of returning back to life is nothing new, she said, uh, Assemblywoman Garcia. It's compost. The It's soil, so it can be used to plant trees and can be used to plant a garden. It's also good for the environment. So would they just stick your ass in the ground, like in your backyard? Uh. The body is placed in a vessel filled with soil along with organics like alfalfa, straw, and sawdust. The vessel is warmed slowly to about 160 degrees, allowing the microbes in the body to expedite the decomposition process. After 30 days, the body is decomposed, with only bones remaining. Bones then are broken down in a similar way to cremation and then re-added to the soil and allowed to sit for 30 days. Families can opt to receive the new nutrient-dense soil or have it spread in a forest location. Yes, a soil-filled vessel, a hole in the ground that you put other crap in. This is what I want to see. I want to see Granny be being buried out in the backyard, and then you light it on fire. Oh, imagine how great that smells! Oh, that's what I want in the old neighborhood. You know, because you're gonna get your own do-it-at-homers, do-it-yourselfers. The DIY people are just gonna, you know, they're gonna fucking debone somebody. Try to try to break down the bones with, like, you know, a wood chipper and then spray that over everything. Why don't you just do that? Look here, you got the carcass. You got the dead person. You want to use them as mulch? That's fine. Throw them in a wood chipper. <laughs> Hang on, Mike says, you can do this to me as long as you grow pot plants in my compost. Oh, that would be the only thing we could grow there. Oh, this is terrible. Washington, Oregon and Colorado. Those are the other states. Shocking. Here, don't walk there. That's my that's where my grandmother is. She she she's giving us great tomatoes this year. My favorite weather coverage is hurricane coverage, and when the Sac News team send the new guy up to Blue Canyon for the first snowstorm, the Blue Canyon trip is all that, that is always fun to watch. My God, or they're at the, you know, they're at the, cha- the the tire chain place, and you got the the new girl there, and she's getting snowed on. Speaking about bones, how about that Dahmer series? LOL, I'm in a mood today, y'all. I slept the entire night through, and I didn't wake up once. This is history being made. I feel great. Oh, you're so lucky. I have I have yet to watch. It's too. It, it, the first episode creeped me out too much. Is, it, is today the day that the Marilyn Monroe thing starts? When does the goddamn Marilyn Monroe thing start? Or is it tomorrow? Hold on a second here. I know it's this week. That's what I want to see, Mare. There we go, Blonde. That's the name of it. Oh, it's in a the movie theater. It's Watch now. It's on. Oh, okay. It's already on YouTube or it's on Netflix already in the NC-17. Yeah. Release date September 16th. Oh, shit. I need to watch that. (sighs) Who the fuck drills a hole in someone's head and then pours acid in it? What the fuck Jeffrey Dahmer does? I finished the second episode last night. I was yelling at the TV. It pissed me off. Fuck, if Mike wants this done, he's going to have to build his own vessel. I'm going to have to go buy a special vessel building tool. What's that called again? Oh, yeah, shovel. So in a few years, if I put in my will, I want someone to to plant kale plants in my soil and message to others one last time to eat me. <laughs> okay, yeah, don't ruin the series for me. I haven't seen it yet. I, I will watch the Jeffrey Dahmer thing. It's just, it, like I said, the first episode was so creepy and weird and, like, watching them dance in that bar. It was very off-putting. That, that's all I can say. It was very off-putting. But I will get through it. And by the way, congratulations to the United States of America. Um, the, the, this is a very great honor, I, I, I guess. We are on pace to fund a majority of the Ukraine's national budget this year. Well, way way to go, America. Don't mind the fact that we're trillions of dollars in debt. Let's go ahead and fund Ukraine so that in five years when they turn on us, we can just look at each other and go, well, Joe Biden's dead, but in five years he should be. I mean, my God. The man doesn't know where he is half the time. And now here we have supported Ukraine throughout this whole war. I'm wonder, just wondering, just wondering, just, just wondering real quick. What country would fund us if we decided that, well, well we didn't decide, if, if somebody was stupid enough to invade us, what country is going to fund us? Oh, that's right, nobody, including the Ukraine. Billions of U.S. dollars in support to Ukraine is doing more than helping the embattled country. It's also putting America on track to funding a majority of Ukraine's national budget. Senators this week proposed an additional $12 billion to Ukraine, which includes $3 billion in direct military. Also another $4.5 billion in economic support to Ukraine. Do you, do you think that they've ever had billions of dollars ever in the Ukraine? The $4.5 billion will be in addition to the $13 billion the U.S. approved in May to support Ukraine's basic government operations, which was in the broader $40 billion Ukraine aid package back in May. The country of Chad has our back. Plenty of cash there. My finger's on the fast-forward button watching Dahmer. I can't do some of the scenes. Okay. That's probably a scene of Dahmer dancing and saying, Would you eat me? I'd eat me. (laughs) I'm going to ruin it. He eats people. Thank you. I still have my T-shirt. It's got a picture of Jeffrey Dahmer on it. It says, I eat people like you for breakfast. I need, to, I need to wear that one out pretty soon. Next time I go to Sam's, I'll wear that shirt. We're going to send more than 40 more billion dollars this year to the Ukraine to support their basic government function. Whatever happened to the old phrase, not my circus, not my monkeys... I mean, I think we've done enough, don't you? I mean, I'm not trying to be a dick here to the the fine folks of the Ukraine. I don't know any of them, but sending what seems to be about seventy billion dollars this this year alone to the Ukraine, I think we've done our part. I think I think we can go okay. Now you've got your 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 funding. You're winning the war. How about you go ahead and just win the war, and then you rebuild yourself. There you go. But, of course, Chuck Schumer and the, the other overeducated people that run our country that know best say we have to do this. By the way, I am sick of being the world's big brother. That was never our job. Thank you, World War II. Appreciate that. You made everybody scared of us and everybody looked up. Now, nobody's scared of us anymore. They just want our money. I want the world to be scared of us again. How about this? How about we get a president? I don't care if it's Trump, DeSantis. I don't don't give a shit because I know it won't be Biden or or Gavin Newsom. How about when a country fucks up like Russia, why don't we just do this? Look, look. and I've been opposed to invading Russia and and doing anything to Russia. How about this? How about we, we don't necessarily go to war with them, but we cut them off from financial support, and then we use our military to blow up their ports you see that way countries like china can't then you know backdoor us and fund them that way because that's what's happening how about that how about we destroy all their port systems and say hey this is you fucked around and you found out now but no of course no we have to stand up for everybody Hello, people. We have a nation starving over here. We should have been concentrating on the hunger this whole time. Yes, the starvation in America. What does starvation in America mean? A kid gets only one Happy Meal a week. And then he has to eat mom's food all week long. Mom's a bad cook. When I think of Ukraine, I think of Newman and Kramer playing Risk. Marnie, you said back door. Yes, yes, I did. Oh, now I have a little quiz for us to take. Now we're not going to do the spelling portion of this quiz. I, I found this completely different topics. Now um, this is a tricky tw- uh, twenty question English quiz that, outside of the spelling, because I didn't do the spelling either, I, I got most of them. So in this first one, I missed. This is a challenge on on how you use basic English. Like the first question, what does restive mean? Now, does it mean comfortable, fidgety, or leftover? Restive. Hmm? I'll I'll give you guys a couple seconds. Write down your answers, and we'll go over them. Restive. I'll write down mine. Well, I already know them all, but uh, I'll write down what I thought this was. Is it comfortable, fidgety, or leftover? All right, next question. Oh, this is a spelling one. We don't do this one. All right, next one here. Open a can of blank. What should go in the blank on this phrase? Is it beans, worms, soups, sardines? Open a can of these are these are regular English phrases. I've written mine down. Okay, <clears throat> how would you describe a conversation that completely lacks importance? Inane, exceptional, nimble, unbiased. Whoop ass. Open a can of whoopass. Not one of the choices. Not one of the choices. It was beans, worms, soup, sardines. Inane. How? Uh, what would you? Uh, okay. Inane. That's what Ogre wrote down. I-, I. I will write that down too. Um, in the common saying, where might a clumsy bull cause chaos? In a bakery, a ceramic shop, Madrid. Or a china shop? A clumsy bull? Where would that cause the most damage? Next question here. When you've reached the end of your rope, which specific place can you also land on? On the stump? In the same boat? At your wit's end? Or back to the wall? If you've made it to the end of your rope... Which phrase? On the stump, in the same boat, at your wit's end, or back to the wall? (laughs) Madrid, people are laughing, yes. Uh, Let's see. What does it mean to bilk someone? To recommend their services? To imitate them? To swindle them? or to compliment their appearance. If you're bilking someone. I've written mine down. According to the proverb, a stitch in time saves how many? 12, 10, 7, 9. I have no idea. I'm, I'm guessing on this one. 12, 10, 7, 9. In the, what words are missing from this expression? Don't blank the blank unless you can walk the walk. Don't bike, don't gawk, don't trek, or don't talk. Which of these results in indecision? Pulling the, p- putting the pedal to the metal, asleep at the wheel, the jury is still out, or looking out for number one. Otherwise, you step in number two. Indecision. Which of these is an example of hyperbole? The cat meowed. Shine bright like a diamond. I'm feeling blue. I waited a million hours for you to arrive. Which one of those is hyperbole? If you get caught up in the minutia, what are you dealing with? Are you dealing with gossip? Rain, a traffic jam, or small details caught up in the minutiae. See, once again, this is a learning show. What does ONUS mean? O N U S? Proof of residency or status, burden, unique entity. And blank and a blank, what should be in the blanks? Octopus and tentacle, elephant and trainer, oxygen and yoke, or arm and leg? That one should be easy. All right, last one here. Everyone left Beth alone because she was in a fractious mood. What was Beth like? Was she contemplative, depressed, annoyed, or introspective when she was in a fractious mood? All right. Go back and see how I did. The first one said... Um, what does restive mean? Restive. And it means I put I put comfortable. It was fidgety. Okay, so I learned something there. The next one, you're going to have to keep your own scores. Uh, the open a can of, it was worms. Worms was the correct answer there. How would you describe a conversation that completely lacks importance? Inane. Got that one. In a common saying, where might a clumsy bull cause chaos? That's right, a china shop. When you've reached the end of your rope, where are you? You're at your wit's end. The next one. What does bilk mean? It means to swindle someone. Got that one right. According to the proverb, of stitch in time says how many? The answer is nine. I put ten because I thought, you know, stitching stitch in time is like a dime. But I, I, I'd i never heard that one. So, I, yeah. Uh, you've got to blank the blank to walk the walk. That would be talk, yes. Uh, let's see. Uh, an oddity or peculiarity can be, oh, wait, no, 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 no. The result of indecision, the jury is still out. What is hyperbole? I waited a million hours, yes, yes indeed. The minutiae one, that means small details. Onus means the burden. It was arm and leg, and the last one was, uh, oh, annoyed. Fractious means annoyed. I thought it meant depressed. So those, I missed two. Restive means fidgety, hence you get arrested. Okay. Annoyed. Hmm. Interesting. But I, I, I found that, and, and I thought, hey, you know what? That'll be fun to do on the air. And it was fun, and we learned. You see, not only do we learn Chinese on this show, but we learn all sorts of cool English words. I got them all except whoop-ass. I, I missed, the, I missed the, the first one and, and the, the fractious one. So there you go. little little English quiz for you. I promise no more quizzes today. Instead, instead, I can help you uh, as I'm dealing with my high blood pressure. I'm taking, uh, I'm taking some sort of pharmaceutical form. Um, but just 10 minutes of breathing exercises a day can lower blood pressure, they say. Within six weeks, daily breathing exercises lowered blood pressure by 9 mmHg, whatever that means. Volunteers used an inhaler-like device that trains respiratory muscles to be strong. Oh, this is one of those things you got to blow in and blow the ball up. Oh, I don't like those at all. The whole breathing exercises thing. Look, I'm sorry. I'm I'm just going to call it what I think it is. Mumbo jumbo. I mean, you want to lower your blood pressure, you better eat better, exercise. Don't be fat like me. Ooh, team coverage here. I'm seeing electric line, power lines go out, being blown over, palm trees blown everywhere. They said, get ready for 36 hours of hell. Fantastic. Oh, Don Lemon got in trouble? It's not time to point uh, to point score. Don Lemon is reduced to silence again by a CNN guest after trying to blame the hurricane. Oh, oh, thank God. Here we go. We got video of it. If Eric Schmidt wanted to sell farmland to China... Com- uh, he doesn't want to sell that to China. I don't know why the ads are playing. Okay, skip the ad. Here we go. This
4: is and what effect the climate change has on this phenomenon.
8: We we can come back and talk about climate change uh, at a later time. I want to focus on the here and now. We think the (laughs) rapid intensification is probably almost done. There could be a little bit more intensification as it's still over the warm waters of the uh, eastern Gulf of Mexico but I don't think we're going to get any more rapid intensification if you look here you can actually see pretty interesting for your viewers you can actually see a second eye wall forming around the inner eye wall and that's basically the second eye wall has overtaken the original eye wall and that should arrest development uh,
4: so listen I just I'm just trying to get that you said you want to talk about climate change but what what effect does climate change have on this Phenomenon that that is happening now because it seems these storms are intensifying. That's the question here.
8: I don't think you can link climate change to any one event okay. on the whole on the cumulative uh, climate change uh, May be making storms worse, uh, but uh, to link it to any one event um, I, I would caution against that.
4: Okay. Well, they uh, listen I grew up there and these storms are intensifying something is causing them to int- intensify So this storm is just, it's a massive one. Its effects are also being felt uh, in the southern part of Florida. What about the areas that that may not be taking a direct hit or experiencing the storm surge, like on the west coast? How much will the rest of the state be impacted?
8: Yeah, that's actually a good question because finally uh, we flip out to this other graphic. (laughs) You can see uh, this orange area is the size. So if you think about how big the wind field is, and you can just see.
1: I love it when Don Lemon gets shut down. That is so great. Well, we can come back to climate change. Well, I want to know. I I grew up there. These storms are a lot worse. You know why they're worse? I'm going to tell you why they're worse. I'm going to tell you why they're worse. They're worse because we've got 88 fucking cameras on it. And this is all that we're seeing. This is why crime is worse in America. This is why, uh, you remember a few years ago when a mother was, uh, was, was jailed? for endangering her kids because she let them play at a park four blocks away. That, 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 it's a real story. I promise you that. Just look it up. It's a real story. She was arrested for child endangerment for allowing her children to play at a park that was four blocks away. Her kids were seven and nine. Now, I want you to go back and think about something. Please, please think about this by the way this was during the summertime as well when you were seven to nine years old during the summer you were out all day you drank water from hoses around the neighborhood if you ate you went into somebody's house whose parents just got done shopping Bunch of assholes are fucking shutting down traffic in Times Square over climate change. Jesus Christ. Take a flamethrower to those people. Crime. It, we, we didn't know about serial killers the way we do now. We, we, look the, the, the most important thing to know is that we have never been safer as a, a country as we are now. We found out that kidnappings, 98% of all kidnappings are done within the family. So if you don't have a terrible divorce going on or you don't have crazy people in your family, your kids that are playing at the park are really not that much in jeopardy. But since we have 24-hour news and there are 500 cameras at every one of these places and they're put in front of everybody and every news story is about that, of course people are going to think that the fucking sky is falling. All you have to do is remember to back when you were a kid. The world is an even safer place now than it was then. So they're blocking traffic, causing cars to idle and spew even more greenhouse gases. Great idea. Yeah, and now they're arre- and New York police are arresting them, thank God. I would say bring out some more Billy Clubs, more pepper spray. Get these fucking assholes out of here. But it's so funny. It, it it it's so funny to me to watch how the the world reacts. Oh, my kid's in so much danger. Your kid's not. Look, I, I will say this right now. I feel terrible that kids have to worry about school shootings. I, I, think, I think that's been the biggest faux pas of a generation, that we've allowed this to happen more than one time. And it's happened more than one time because the people don't want to do what's best. They don't want to do what the real job is. They want to go after guns. They want to go after mental health. And, and you know what? That's fine and good. But if you're truly worried about your children, then secure the schools. If you secure the schools, the shooters can't get in. I've been saying this for years. But do they really want a solution? No. No, the sides use these things, and this is the sick part of it. Both sides use these stories to get their agendas pushed further. I mean the first school shooting happened. I'm not going to say it's Columbine because I know it wasn't Columbine. The, the guys actually he was trying to get uh what you call it um, parole. I think it was a guy in Kentucky who took a handgun to school in like in the, in the 90s and did this. Columbine was the first one that we saw get worldwide attention from all the networks, and it was bad, and it's continued to get worse every time. Every time we have one of these mass shootings, it's worse. But it's worse on behalf of every news camera in the world is there then. And if you, wanna, if you want proof that the media doesn't protect people and doesn't, doesn't look out for whatever side they're behind, all you got to do is remember. You remember the nightclub shooting that happened in Florida? Muslim guy went in there, held people in the bathroom for hours, was shooting people, killing them, in a gay nightclub. Six months after that, Hillary Clinton had a rally in Florida where that shooting happened. She had the father of the shooter sitting behind her in the audience. And if you get a chance to sit, like, right behind one of the candidates, you are vetted. They don't just put anybody there. They knew who this guy was. <laughs> you're in a gay nightclub, for God's sakes.
9: I mean, you're they, in a nightclub, for God's sake. What do you yeah, think is going to happen in a nightclub? People are drinking, and doing drugs. Yeah. There are women there, and uh, and then people have guns.
0: So yeah. anyway, go ahead.
1: Yeah, go ahead. But she had his daddy in the crowd. And people didn't raise a big stink over that. Fucking Pat Sajak takes a picture now with Marjorie Taylor Thomas or whatever her fucking name is, that whack job on the right. And people want Fat Pat Sajak fired. The Pulse nightclub. Yeah, it was the Pulse nightclub shooting. And that shooter's daddy was sitting right behind Hillary Clinton. Clapping along, doing his thing. It amazes me what we don't see in this country. got to love it. You got to love it. Uh, let's see. Oh, gosh. This next this is fantastic. I, I hope there's, please let there be video. No video of it? What the hell kind of video? What kind of thing is this? Well, I'll have to tell you this story. (laughs) A young girl was visiting the house guards in London. You know, these are the idiots that stand, you know, stand at attention. They're red uniforms. They don't say anything. They don't do anything. They just stand there. This guy's got a gold hat on. He didn't have one of them big old poof pom-pom hats on. Uh, the young girl was standing in front of the archway leading to a door when the soldier came through the door in his uniform. The soldier has not been identified as a member of the lifeguard yet, the senior regiment. The, the girl is unaware that the sword-wheeling soldier was approaching her from behind, and he fucking screamed at her to get out of the way. Oh, come on. Where's the damn video? There's no video of it? That's bullshit. I don't care about the case of gonorrhea. I just think that's fantastic. They said there was video of it. There's no video of it. Hold on a second. Let's see. Uh, let's see if I can find it on TikTok here. Um, Previously. Um, house. Guard. Yells at girl. Oh, here we go. The Royal Guard was filmed screaming at a little girl who got
8: in his way. There it is. (laughs) The (laughs) Royal (laughs) Guard (laughs) was (laughs)
1: filmed screaming at a little girl. Ah, scared the bejesus out of her. (laughs) (laughs) That's fantastic. Uh, Those plows guards do not fuck around. You get the hell out of their way or they'll cold cock your ass in sleepy time. That's fantastic. You yelled at a kid. That's the best. She flees in a panic and bursts into tears. Well, don't be standing there then, dummy. Your mama should have told you. Don't stand there. <laughs> you, people around the video, you can be, you can hear him. One person said, "People really think he's going to be like, oh, excuse me, sweetheart, can you move?" Another person said, "Some parents are so clueless, it's unbelievable." A third commented, "I swear, people come to London think it's going to be Disneyland." If you go to London thinking that it's going to be anything like Disneyland, you are dumber than a box of shit. First of all, the food at Disneyland is so much better. They have corn dogs. I, I bet you couldn't find a corn dog in all of England. You could look and look and look, and you ain't going to find a good corny dog. I'm just telling you the truth. And and I and I will even accept corn dogs that you make at home. I bet you they don't even sell corn dogs there. The guy Ritchie parts of London. No way, Governor. Yeah, there are parts of London that you don't want to wander around. Amen to that. Like all of it, cause it's dank. That whole aisle. That, that whole upper aisle. The people in Ireland figured it out. It's so dank there that they just fucking drink and eat potatoes all the time. Main Street's corner markets, chili cheese dogs are the best in the world. <laughs> there you go. They ain't got them over there. Hell no, that chili cheese dog, you, 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 you. You might be able to find a corn dog before you find a chili cheese dog in all of London. Now, France, France probably has corn dogs, and they're probably even better than ours. I said it. Well, they're not better than Fletcher's. Fletcher's corny dogs are the greatest thing known to mankind. Had one uh, this last weekend from their food truck ready for the fair to start. Fair starts with. Fair starts tomorrow. Okay. All right. Last story of this segment, and I just have the story here about a Michigan man who pled guilty to the mutilation of a body and open murder after killing a college student he met on a dating app, and then eating the body parts of the dead uh, the student. David Lutuski, fifty three, killed Kevin Bacon. Not that one. No, this one's only twenty five. And he ate his testicles. Mm. Nummy, 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 nummy. What is going on in that society? Look, 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 we, we talked a little bit about the Jeffrey Dahmer thing. This guy has admitted to eating nuts. Sometimes you feel like some nuts, sometimes you don't. He met him on the dating app Grinder. went back to his place, and ate him, literally. And the kid said, oh, eat me. He goes, yeah, I plan on it. Did he use a nutcracker? He ate his testicle? That's a ballsy move. Good Lord. What the fuck is wrong with these people? What is wrong with our society? People are eating each other's testicles? Did he warm it with a nice Chianti? Mm. God damn it. Like, what has to go wrong in someone's mind to where they're going to kill you and then eat you? Like, I have never thought about eating another human being. I've never been lost in the Himalayas in a plane accident with other people to where I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to eat that person and survive. I've never been put in that situation... This guy's in Michigan. Sack lunch, yuck. Yeah, this is the story that you sent me, Alicia. Good Lord. And by the way, how did this guy match with anybody on Grindr? I thought gay guys were supposed to be put together. This guy is like a disheveled Brian Cranston times 20. Well, if it's grinder, that's one way to swallow nuts. Uh, Like, I've always wondered if human bacon would be better than turkey bacon. Everything is better than turkey bacon. Turkey bacon is what we should send North Korea. But then, you know, we send them a bunch of turkey bacon, they'll be like, this stuff sucks. Here's a nuclear bomb. Ooh, swipe right on this guy. This guy looks like he's going to kill me. dating apps Jesus people people have welcomed fucking hell into your home those things I found the the, the only good thing the, about dating apps where hookers would use them and they would tell you the G GF, the GFE the girlfriend experience would be like 175 an hour I'll never forget like I was, I was on them a long time ago. This one gal sent me GFE is 175 an hour, and I was like, "So does that mean you'll just nag me for the entire hour about taking the trash out?" Uh, and then they would unfi- you know they would they would unfriend me or whatever or not like me anymore. One gal sent me the GFE thing, and I was like, "Oh, does that include anal?" His slogan was, "I'll drain your sack." Hang down Mike says, but did he grind him? Oh, I'm sure he did. I'm sure that happened before, well, probably before and after the murdering. <laughs> Good Lord. I don't I don't know. I, I just don't get that. How you wake up one morning and go, man, you know what? I really, really could could use the taste of a foot right now. I could go for some boiled foot. So the girlfriend experience, they dress up like George Clooney's wife. No, I said anal, not Amal. I know, A- 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 Amal, anal. I-, I know, I know, I know. It's close. All right. Phone number is 775-357-FANS. Arnie Radio 1 at gmail.com. Last break of the show coming up next. ¡Aquí! Team coverage continues here at ArnieRadio.com as I sit in the 74 degree studio. Very, very comfortable, very nice outside, about 88 degrees in sunshine here in the great state of Texas. Meanwhile, Fort Myers, Florida is getting obliterated. 155 mile an hour winds. Finally, Stephanie Abrams moved because a tree started to fall in her direction. She's she's out in the middle of Englewood, Florida. Same neighborhood that has trees ripped down. To, uh, trees are bent. And she hasn't moved a muscle. This gal needs to be employee of the day. I went to the Severe Weather Network. Let me just tell you, the Severe Weather Network Bullshit. They aren't right there in Fort Myers. I'll tell you that. Um, let's see, Arnie. I'm sorry I wasn't able to text earlier, but like dipshit douchebag I am, I thought I'd bring this back up. Ukraine. How? Why would Ukraine attack us in five years, assuming that Western aid leads to Ukraine victory in a rebuilt Ukraine Marshall Plan style that would join the EU, the NATO, and then attack us? I don't get it. What have we done so far? Uh, has been pretty good. I would have been a little bit more aggressive early on, but when you compare Ukraine to Iraq to Afghanistan, two wars, um, what you don't get is that the, I'm just repeating what history does. If you look at history, the Russians needed us to win World War II. When we came over there and we, we aided them, we won World War II. And George Patton knew that the Russians, who were our allies at the time, would turn their backs on us, and we had to defeat communism. There's part one. The Iran-Iraq war that went on forever, we were more on the side of Iran than Iraq. And how did that come back? They took our people hostages there. Let's not forget about 1980, how we funded the Afghanis to beat Russia. We funded the Afghanis, and a, a fellow by the name of Osama bin Laden... And they defeated the Russians when the Russians invaded Afghanistan, which was an oil move back then. We funded them. We gave them everything they needed. And what happened? 9 11 happened, the Iraq War happened. All that shit happens. Look, look, this is what I, when I say they'll invade us another five years or they'll be at war with. It's just what always happens when we help people. The only people that, that haven't come back after us is Japan. Hell, Japan is so afraid of America that they don't even really have a fucking military anymore. They disbanded their their, their military after World War II, after we decided to drop not one, but two bombs on them. They said, okay, no more military for us. <laughs> Fuck Ukraine, Slava Ukraine, hey, you can dog. Yeah, I, I mean, I look at all this and I just go, I'm just waiting for it. I'm waiting for them to turn their backs on us. I mean, look, look at everything we did do for the, the Shittistan-type countries. We tried. We tried to help them out. They didn't want it. And now we have a, a country like Afghanistan is run by a terrorist organization. China's building a military base there. I know we have to help everybody out, we're the world's police, but man, oh man. When it starts biting you in the ass all the time, you start to fucking go, yeah, I don't think so. How is Japan such a clean country without the military? Like, how do they get that enforced? They're a clean country because they're a clean group of people. They have standards. Like, people, if they don't do their jobs, they fucking kill themselves. Like, literally. Literally. Like if they get demoted at work, they jump out of buildings. Up Germany and Japan, most of the old Eastern Bloc countries are on our side. I think we're doing the right uh, thing there. They're on our sides until we need them. By the way, th- this war that's being fought in Ukraine—it has nothing to do with America if the rest of Europe wants to get involved and tell Russia to stop because they don't want Russia invo- invading them, then I would say Germany needs to get on their fucking horses and get the shit over there and start fighting. But I know, I already know, I already know, it's America's job. I get it. It's America's job to right all the wrongs in the world. That's what we. Are, that's what we're here to do. But I didn't see a whole lot of different countries supporting us when those buildings got flown into. I saw a lot of laughing children in foreign countries when those buildings got flown into. Those are third world nations not bound by UN, NATO, or other PACs. Ukraine is a totally different situation because they want to be Western-oriented and part of the European community. They do not throw off the attack of Russia. They'll probably come flocking to the EU and NATO— Russia's proven that they still attacked even after Zelensky backed off NATO talks. And what is happening? The, the, the people of the Ukraine are standing up for themselves, and they're winning this war. A little bit of thanks to us. We've sent a lot of military packages and things to like this, but, but let's give credit where credit's due. It's because the Ukrainians are fighting back. And the Russian people, they don't want this war. Pucking people in Russia are flying out 300 at a time to go to places like Shittistan and Dirtsville because they don't want to get drafted. But I already know. It's our, it's our fault. It's it, it, not our fault, but it's our fight now. When Ukraine gets low enough on their reserves, we'll start sending people over there. And that's this, this is the worst part about being in America is knowing that this is your role and that you're not supposed to get any credit for it. Um, there, was a, there was a little drug smuggler. His name was uh, Pablo Escobar. Maybe you've heard of him. I don't know. Probably the biggest cocaine distributor ever. He, he ran for president of Colombia or the leader of Colombia, and he tried to assassinate the guy he was running against. This is a man who blew up a plane that was headed to Scotland from Columbia. Because I believe there was an adversary on that plane. And they put him in jail, but he he got to dictate what jail they put him in. And it was a big compound that he had built, you know. And and on that compound, yes, this is true. um,
3: A reminder, Columbia shouldn't have a hippo problem.
1: He put hippos there, and now Columbia has a hippo problem. When, when Pablo Escobar finally got caught, do you know who caught him? Do you know who caught him? A former Navy SEAL caught him. Part of a, a, an FBI unit or a CIA unit. And they caught him. And they took a picture of him catching him. And it was him, it was the Navy guy who caught and killed Pablo Escobar. And they took a picture, they took a picture of him, and the Colombian government was mad as shit. Why? Because their police officers didn't get credit for doing the job. That's a true story. Look that shit up. We got rid of the most notorious cocaine dealer and the, the, one of the worst people to ever live on the fucking face of the earth. And the Colombians were mad because they didn't get enough credit for it. So we no longer get credit for anything. We'll do everything. We'll, we'll, sac- we'll sacrifice our own people, our own blood, our own money, our own weapons. We'll do it all, but you get the credit for it. There you go. Congratulations, Colombia. You caught Pablo Escobar. Despite Europe not being a large part of manufacturing demands or high-tech, Ukraine is also the world's de- uh, breadbasket as much as we are. Uh, their instability does lead to grain prices going up not as much as the morons in the Biden administration want to think will affect them but into the world it does matter uh, the afghanis the china well back then the afghanis did fight their own fight i ain't going to call them pussies for that i'm calling pussies for turning on us china north korea can learn a two one thing or two from the ukrainians yeah fucking they won't they won't, though. Well, had they done their job, it wouldn't be a problem. Mm-hmm. So before y'all think it's just another vodka chugging shithole, think again. <laughs> All right, now we have to we have to go over to another shithole and shithole leaders. This story is great.
9: Hear ye, hear ye. The former Duke of Sussex and some Yank Wish to now tell you how to think Harry drove a tank Now he's just a wank It's the Markles Meghan is ashamed For nothing she is famed Here come the Markles Her magic's really strong He's given up the bong it's the Markles. The Queen's pride is hurtin' When she's not too busy squirtin' Her ginger will never last With a shitty half ass podcast. The fame's gone to her head. Philip's glad he's dead. It's the Markles. Oprah takes their calls now that Harry's lost his balls. Here come the Markles. How does she cast the spell? Her legs lead straight to hell. It's the Markles. Here
1: come the Markles.
9: Oi. Oi. Call blimey. I still say they're a couple of wankers.
1: Well, we know where Prince Harry and Meghan Markle stand now, and it is hilarious. In a deliberate and pointed move, the royal family has all but ostracized Harry and Meghan, demoting them to the bottom of the official royal website, along with disgraced Prince Andrew. If you look on the website, you see see the top dog is Charles and ugly-ass Queen Consort Camilla, who, by the way, there's a story going around in Great Britain that, 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 that Charlie, good old, old King Chuck, King Chuck knocked up Camilla before, and she shit out their bastard kid. And then he got married to Diana, and then cheated on Diana with, with, with Ugo here. And that's what led to the divorce and all that kind of good stuff. Well, allegedly, this kid is trying to say that he is actually the next in line to be king of England. We'll see what happens. It's a fun story that's going around. Um, But they got Charles and Ugo up there, followed next by Prince Willie and and Princess Kate. They're the, the prince and princess of Wales. Now, instead of having Harry next, no, 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 no. It's the Earl and Countess of Wessex, better known as Edward and Sophie. Edward, the youngest child of the late Queen Elizabeth and Duke of Edinburgh, is not even in the immediate line of succession for the crown. After Willie, there's the next in line is Prince George, followed by his daughter, Princess Charlotte, and then Prince Louis. After Prince Louis, Prince Harry would be given the keys to the kingdom. <laughs> oh, man. The boss just asked me if I want to go to Morocco for work. What do you think? Should I tell her to fuck herself? Morocco? What the hell is in Morocco? I smell a royal jealous is fixing to take place to determine who's next in line. Well, they've been put down on the list, and here's the big news. there is a uh, There is all kinds of talk right now, and I hope this happens. I hope for once that Meghan Markle doesn't let us down. But after a four-week hiatus, Meghan Markle's top-rated podcast, how is that shit top-rated? It will resume with a new episode on October 4th. And I guess she's fixing to let the furl fly. She is about to... Add, oh, and this is the one that Spotify paid them $100 million for. The first episode back will feature comic and actress Margaret Cho and Lisa Ling in a conversation that is centered around Asian-American representatives in the entertainment industry. In a teaser released prior to the release of the show... Markle explained the crux of her podcast was to investigate the labels that try to hold women back. You've been gone for four weeks. Now, 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 now hear me out. Ask family. Ask family. I know a thing or two about broadcasting. Let's go back, and, and, and I'll share with you a, a personal story. So Megan has been in the throes of London for the last four weeks, left her kids in America, and now she's coming back to her show. Do you think that the people want to hear from Margaret fucking Cho? Nobody ever wants to hear from Margaret Cho because, A, she's not funny, and, B, she's not funny. They want to hear about what the last four weeks were like. That's what they want to hear, Megan. Now here's my personal story. Um, November will mark 10 years from my uh, attempted suicide. Very, very much regret that, but it was also a great learning curve, a great time in my life to figure things out. I was off the air for four weeks. Four weeks. Four long weeks I was off the show. Getting better, recuperating finding myself again, doing the work that I need to do to make sure I never end up in that corner again. And I remember meeting with one of my doctors. He was the doctor in the nut house, and he was a good doctor. The, The therapist that got me outside was terrible. But both of them agreed with each other that I shouldn't address this on the show. And I looked at both of them and said, look, I'm sorry, but this is something I have to address. I've been off the air for four weeks. There is no way I cannot address this. And I have to say, it was probably one of the most important shows I ever did for myself mainly and for my career. I didn't hold back. I let people say what they wanted to say because I think I think people that, that, that commit suicide are losers. And people were calling me a loser, and I had to take it. I had to understand that. But I told you about what had happened those previous four weeks because I knew my audience deserved that, and that's what they wanted to hear. They wanted to hear where I went. They didn't want to hear, oh, I'm working on myself. Let's just move on. And we didn't have some... some shit, eighth-level comedian come on the show and try to do wacky shit and talk about how women and minorities are underused in television today and radio today. This is why Meghan, Meghan Markle's podcast will never be successful. The highly rated my ass. Your failure, I'm glad. Thank you. I appreciate that. Me, too. Fuck that! Settle this shit in the money in the bank ladder match for next time, or for next in line. This is it, look, look, and people are still going to tune into her show, and it's sad, but they're going to sit there and hear about how Asian female comedians are are miss are underrepresented in, in television today. Is there a big crux for them? Is there a big call that we need more? female Asian comedian shows on. Fucking idiots. All you got to do is have a little... And and I thought, for some reason, and this is my own bad, I thought that she had some entertainment in her. Like, she worked in Hollywood forever on terrible shows. Got her big break on Suits, but not until, like, season three but I thought you got showbiz. Hmm. Mm -mm -mm. All right, good news, well, uh, well, I I guess we'll start with this one. There is good news to report, and uh, see, I'll just play this for you.
10: Hey everyone, Uh, we're extremely sad to have missed D23, but we've been working very hard on the next Deadpool film for uh, a good long while now. I've had to really search my soul on this one. Uh, His first appearance in the MCU obviously needs to feel special. We need to stay true to the character, uh, find new depth, new motivation, new meaning. Every Deadpool needs to stand out and stand apart. It's been an incredible challenge that has forced me to reach down deep inside, and I have nothing. Completely empty up here and terrifying. But we did have one idea. Hey, Hugh, you want to play Wolverine one more time? Yeah, sure, Ron.
1: Here's trailer number three, after this ad of course.
3: Had enough? No, arthritis. Here, asper cream arthritis. Asper cream? Full prescription strength, reduces inflammation. Thank the gods. Don't thank them too soon. Kick pain in the asper cream.
10: Hi. Hi, how are you? You have questions? Yes. I I had a lot of questions. I'm sure you had a lot of questions, but rest assured, we're gonna answer them right now. Like. For example, how is Wolverine alive after Logan? Logan uh, takes place in 2029. Mm -hmm. Totally separate thing. Mm -hmm. Logan died in Logan. Not touching that. What actually happens in our film is these two...
1: So they're not going to tell you anything except that Wolverine will be in the next Deadpool movie. And I think that is awesome. Look, I agree with you that, that, that he can't save the MCU. You're right about that, Ogre. And he, I, I think that Ryan Reynolds wishes he, would, he could stay in his own universe, but Disney has it and Marvel and all that kind of stuff. I'm just glad it's going to be made. And from what I understand, it's still going to be rated R. So that's all I need. I, I, all I need is Deadpool to be rated R, and I'm okay. Next, we introduce the Powerpuff Girls to Deadpool. <laughs> so uh, to say I'm excited about the next Deadpool movie is an understatement. I mean, I'm excited about the next Expendables, if that is really truly happening. But we'll see. But hey, another Deadpool movie, I'm cool with that. The first two were fantastic. I, I-, I can't deny it. The first two first two were, were so awesome. And now, wow, this is so creepy. This is, I'm about to give you one of the creepier stories that I've seen in a while. Tom Cruise, who had the movie of the year easily, Top Gun, Colin Maverick, fucking chart topper, amazing film from beginning to end awesome, can't rank it high enough, has allegedly built a a soccer field, I'm sorry, a football pitch, on the grounds of the Church of Scientology headquarters to woo David Beckham to visit. The Hollywood star was reportedly keen to introduce famous faces to the practice, including former footballer David Beckham and his wife, Victoria. Uh, It was agreed that a professional-grade football pitch would be constructed at the Gold Base headquarters in California for David. However, Tom and David's joint visit to the grounds never took place. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Well, you, you know, building a soccer pitch to get me to join your cult probably wouldn't be enough. I'm, I'm going to need some other cool stuff, too. Like, you know, hey, can I get some cool motorcycles like you have, Tom? How about a few of your planes? Let's make this interesting. I, I, I don't necessarily want a soccer field because what am I going to do with a soccer field that I haven't done with a soccer field before? Soccer and Tom Cruise, there'll be so many gay blowjob jokes involved. Oh, this is awful. And really, you want David Beckham now? Uh, Yeah, I understand David Beckham is still David Beckham, but every year he's gone away from the game, he loses a little bit more of his luster. I mean, he should thank Gordon Ramsay for keeping him in the news as much as he is. A spokesman for the church said that to have branded the author a liar, and this never happened. Look. Why can't Tom Cruise be a normal guy? Like, like. (laughs) Well, racist much just because he's English? I bet they only serve fish and chips with Guinness, too. I just want to know why, why? Why can Tom Cruise not be just a normal fella? Why can't he just, you know, like, like, you know, it, I, I know he owns everything under the world because he has more money than Jesus, but can not he just buy like fi- fast cars and fast motorcycles and shit? Why does he got to be so brainwashed by the Church of Scientology? And, and do they really worship? I mean, they worship one guy, L. Ron Hubbard. L. Ron. They do their little Nazi salute to him. Fuck all that. He could just write me a check with eight zeros. No shit. You want me to join? That's what it's going to cost you. The Irish drink Guinness. The English drink that Newcastle shit. But, like, Tom Cruise has, like, you know, teams of security around him. If I, if I was Tom Cruise and I had that much security around I wouldn't wear clothes. I just wouldn't. I mean, police can't get to me because I got my security team in place. I'm just going to walk around, PP hanging out, all that kind of good stuff. I'm Tom Cruise. I can buy off any jury in the world, flash my smile, I will never go to prison. Because I'm Tom Cruise. Like, 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 like. Honestly, if you're a chick, who are you gonna go for? You're gonna go for Tom Cruise or Brad Pitt? You're probably gonna go for Brad Pitt until Tom Cruise breaks out the fucking, you know, the 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 onyx card. It's not even a black card from American Express. It's onyx. It's made from that shit that they filmed Black Panther with. Oh, I can buy you. Here you go. God bless Tom Cruise. I hope he does make that movie about the, the character he played in uh, Tropic Thunder. Les Grossman or whatever his name was. I hope he does make that movie. I think that'd be fantastic for him. Cowboys Girl says neither. They're both too short. Well, Brad Pitt's like a skyscraper compared to to Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is a midget. In most states. Hey, I, I I really want David Beckham to visit. Let's build a soccer field. That's about that's gotta be about the dumbest fucking thing in the world. I mean, hard call, but if one's gonna build me a soccer pitch, well I'm upset. Oh man. Good old Tommy Cruz. Now, I saw this story yesterday, and I'm not reading this to make anybody hungry. I just want to read it. I I saw the headline. Now I want to read it. McDonald's is selling Happy Meals to adults. (laughs) The hamburger's back at McDonald's, but this time it's just for adults. McDonald's bringing back its family of recognizable figurines and a new adult Happy Meal, which, yes, includes toys. I want fucking toys. I want cool shit in there. Like an adult Happy Meal should have, like, I don't know, a DVD or something in there. I want toys. Um, all right. Beginning October 3rd, customers can order a cactus plant flea market box, a Big Mac or 10-piece McNuggets with fries and a drink. The meal is a collaborata- collaboration between the uh, streetwear brand and the fast food chain. That digs deeper in what the hell? And they just have shitty toys? I don't want shitty toys. I want cool adult shit. The food will be served in a specifically designed box that could trigger memories of Happy Meals of the old days. Well, yeah, they don't have the boxes anymore? They, they, they don't have those for, for the kids? Kids Happy Meals don't have the boxes anymore? The toys include redesigned takes on McDonald's mascots, including Grimace, Hamburglar, Birdie, plus a new one named Cactus Buddy. And they all have four eyes. It's very strange. They're very creepy looking. I don't want Grimace with fucking four eyes. They'll give me Nightmares. Cactus Plant Flea Market is a streetwear brand that has been popularized by Kanye and Pharrell in recent years. That's all I need to know. It's fucking from Kanye. Ain't gonna eat that. I'll just get regular meal there. Vibrator and a fleshlight if you're a a man or woman's box. They come with butt plug grimace. They really want to jerk me off. Start selling the collectible glasses with Star Wars and Star Trek again. I've missed those. Fuck yeah! Oh, and those things held up, man. Those glasses, those glasses back in the day, the the Great Muppet Caper glasses, those were fantastic. What brings back fond memories is old fried apple fucking pie. Oh, my God. Like, I just found out Waterburger stopped selling the lemon pies, so now I don't ever have to worry about getting a lemon fried apple pie again. Oh, 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 by the way, by the way, oh, this, oh, oh. You need to. Last night, there wasn't a lot on TV last night. And so I turned on the Yankee game. Hold on a second before we move on. I turned on the Yankee game because they're following Aaron Judge's pursuit to hit 61 home runs. He didn't. Um, But I had the studio show on first, and Ernie Johnson, the lead anchor in the studio show, referred to the Cleveland baseball team not once but twice as Indians. Oh, I about shit myself. I about shit myself. He called them the Cleveland Indians and never apologized for it. Oh, I was just thinking about the producer at there going, no, they're the Guardians, you asshole. You can't call them Indians. They'll cry. Love Ernie Johnson. Ernie Johnson, you, my friend of the truth, brother. Listen, gender-neutral fuckers, if you want the adult Happy Meal, bring back the old-style toys we used to have. They need to. The, McDonald's needs to go through a, a, a whole thing where they bring back the, the team photos of your football team, too. Oh, how about this? Along with the fresh, hot apple pies, and you had apple and cherry. Not the baked shit, the fried ones. We bring back the heat lamps. And truly make it fast food again. Oh, I, I but Christopher, I know they're the Indians, but they changed their name. They're the Guardians. And he announced it twice last night that they were the Cleveland Indians. And nobody corrected him. It was fantastic. I don't know if that's a shtick that Ernie Johnson does. But if it is, man, I just love that guy even more man oh man if you don't know the ernie johnson story boy i tell you what ernie johnson is a man you know he he gets clowned all the time for being the little white guy in the nba show but he holds his own on that show and what he's done in his life survived cancer treatments he had a son that had like that was all kind of fucked up that that he had to take care of literally clothe him change his his bathroom bags, do all this kind of... And that son died a couple years ago. And man, oh man, just knowing the the work ethic that Ernie Johnson has, boy, there's somebody right there who needs to be in a Broadcasting Hall of Fame very, very soon. No prizes in cereal boxes anymore? That's bullshit. Anyone here remember the little rubber chicken McNugget character? Wasn't that birdie? No, no, it was a chicken m- I don't remember the chicken nugget person. Yes, heat lamp, fried pies, styrofoam containers, and ashtrays on the table. Hashtag make McDonald's great again. I'll settle for the heat lamps and the fried apple pies. Because the ones that, the, the, the fried apple pies at Waterburger are good, but they aren't the McDonald's ones. The McDonald's ones were a little crunchier, it, it, fucking hot as mercury. As soon as you bit in, you knew that you needed to go to the fucking uh the the emergency room to get your fucking third degree tongue burns taken care of. But their apple pies were so good. Oh man. Even the cherry even the fried cherry pies were not bad. Oh, this is making me hungry. I gotta stop talking about it. Um, you remember yesterday on the show when we were talking about, oh, what was it? Oh, it was it was diesel trucks are racist and and how we're going to outlaw diesel trucks. Close to one of McDonald's was the KFC pies. Yeah, and KFC, I don't know if they still do their pies or not. They were pretty damn good. Adios, Ogre. Oh, this is not good. Oh, a person who has 1.4 million followers on YouTube attempted to tow a 1930 Ford Model A truck with his brand-new 2023 Ford F-150 Lightning electric pickup, and it ended in a complete and total disaster. If a truck towing 3,500 pounds can't even go 100 miles, that is ridiculously stupid, the videoer says. The truck can't do normal truck things. You'd be stopping every hour to recharge, which would take about 45 minutes a pop. That's absolutely not practical. Well, whoops-a-daisy. And leave it to Ford. Leave it to Ford to be the one that fails so miserably at this. This is why you're not going to see more electric fire trucks, and you will never see electric 18-wheelers due to the simple fact that they have to carry a lot of weight. This is carrying an old Model A Ford, He planned to simply drive the truck with an empty trailer in tow only 32 miles away, load up the Ford Model A and then, uh, that he bought so he could take it back. The plan was to make two trips today, 32 miles each way, 62 mi- uh, about 64 times two, 128-mile uh, round trip. I had the thing charged for over 200 miles when I started my day. Once he loaded the Model A and drove it back to his neighborhood, he got the driving range low warning and saw he only had 50 miles of range left. Oh, that's so fantastic. Hot pockets and apple pies. What is with you in hot foods? Oh, fucking... Uh, the, the, the people that make hot pockets, they, 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 they're just ridiculously stupid. Just ridiculously. We went to a new pizza place. Uh, you ever come to Fort Worth, Dallas-Fort Worth area? This place is in Wiley. Fucking awesome pizza. New York-style pizza, and they sell it by the slice. It's called New York Pizza and Pints. Fantastic place. I bit into my cheese pizza, and it was hot. So I had to let it cool down a little bit. I, I, I let it cool down for like two minutes. I was able to eat it. Hot pocket, you bite into that, you have to let it cool down for at least 45 minutes before you can even go anywhere near that. That is the surface of the sun. Truthfully, I like the Ford Lightning, but when I heard the mileage, I said, nope. Look, these are wonderful ideas. You can buy a pickup truck, but don't tow nothing. Don't put anything in the back. That's just funny. Conked out with—he only had fifty miles left, even though he just drove only like thirty-two miles, or maybe he drove sixty-eight miles. Now, now this next story. Look, ask family. We need to put a stop to this. I'm just going to read you the headline, and then I'm going to try to breathe. 20 somethings are having a quarter life crisis, and here's how to manage it. Let me read that again. 20 somethings are having a quarter life crisis. Really? You're having a quarter-life crisis? What the fuck does that even mean? I'm stuck. What's wrong with me? Is this all there is? These are common refrains from a Portland-based psychotherapist who hears from 20-somethings who wind up in her office. What the fuck do you need a therapist for at 20? Look, I know a lot of people that are probably going to therapists that need it. These are are people that don't need it. I'm in my 20s, and I need a therapist. Well, what bad happened? Nothing. I got a trophy in every sport I played. Now I just need a therapist. I'm having a 20-something crisis. I'm having a quarter of a midlife crisis. No, you're not. You're just finding out the truths of the world. That's what this is. Do you know what this is? This is that. Finally, somebody has said, no, you don't get a trophy. No, you're going to get bullied here at work. And no, you can't call your mama in to fight your fights. That's what this is. This is everything that I have told you about. And now they don't know how to deal with it. And of course therapists are going to go, please come here, because that means they get paid. I'd be a terrible therapist. I would kick so many people in the ass, it wouldn't be funny. Literally kick them in the ass. Doctor states... I, I'm having a hard time. Uh, I just turned 25, and uh, uh, I'm going to go live on my own, wait for my mommy. And at work, they, 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 these guys come up to me, and they make me do their work, and I, 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 I want to tell my mom. <laughs> Shut up. Fun fact for these 20-somethings, if you only live to be 50, you're having a midlife crisis. This is the new generation learning they were raised by giant pussies. Up, up, up. Well, we get to get one. Of these? Yep. Correct the mundo. My daughter is twenty and doesn't see a therapist. She is struggling to fucking make it in California. She's just trying to make sure all her bills are paid. See, see, that's 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 just being a human being, making sure all your bills are paid. That's what these these people aren't going to the therapists for that. These are people that go to therapists. Yeah, have you ever seen the movie *Step Brothers*? I equate the 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 late late millennials and then the, all the Gen Zers as where when when Will Ferrell's character Brennan goes to a therapist and says, "Well, what do I do if I run out of toilet paper?" They don't know where to buy the toilet paper. The toilet paper just has magically showed up for them their entire life. What do I do when it rains outside? These are people that have zero skills when it comes to anything. And if your daughter is already working and trying to pay bills, she's made it. We're not talking about your daughter. Do, do I go outside when it rains or... the or, or That's who I'm talking to, and that's plenty of those kids out there. They have no idea what's going on. I saw a great meme over the weekend, and it says, uh, the difference we are not the same or something like that, and it showed a group of, of boys sitting around playing video games on a Saturday night, and then it said, do you remember when they used to be doing this and they were all working around a car on a Saturday night? I remember that. You have, you have some places that still do that, but for the most part, it's all those kids playing video games. Quarter Life. This is a book by Sataya doyle Biok The Search for Self in Early Adulthood. Boy, I swear to God, these kids are weak. These kids are so weak. I don't want them defending us. If another country comes and invades us, can we kick all the younger people out of the military and just let former military and older people that don't have any will to live join the military? We're the ones that will save you. And I'm guessing these therapy days are paid off work for mental health and wellness, and their therapy is paid for by benefits provided by the job because it's required these days oh it better be Boss, I, I can't make the the mandatory meeting because i have a therapy session that day can can you move the the meeting for me and if the boss says no well i'm going to have to go to human resources awesome that's just so awesome. Let's let let, let let's protect them even more. Let's not have them grow up ever. Isn't that what you all want anyway? You want to keep your little babies at home. All right, final story of the day. And, Cale, this is something you were talking about earlier. <laughs> Researchers have observed uh, photos pulling a crying expression. Now now these are like those those 3D imagery pictures you see of the baby inside the gut. Honestly, I feel bad for them. Their parents failed them in being able to care for themselves. Yeah? Oh, you're, you're absolutely right. Their parents did that job on, them, but it's still not my job to fix them. So uh, I guess, I guess they've been checking the expressions on these kids' faces using that 3D technology. And it says the taste of kale makes unborn babies grimace. <laughs> Boy, that is about the worst marketing kale could ever get. The taste of kale makes unborn babies grimace. You should see my face when I taste it. Writing in the Journal of Psychological Science, the team noted that the aromas from the mother's diet were present in the amniotic fluid. Taste buds can detect taste-related chemicals from 14 weeks, and odor molecules can be sensed from 24 weeks. The team also examined scans from 30 women taken from an archive who were not given any capsules. Women were asked to refrain from eating anything else in the hour before their scans. They carried out frame-by-frame frame analysis of the frequency of a host of different facial movements and combinations that resembled laughing or crying. They cry when they ever feed them, when they feed them kale. That's so fantastic. When the mother consumed a carrot, the uh, the baby laughed, probably thinking because it's like a wiener. It, it laughed twice as often as when either kale capsule or no capsule was swallowed by the mother. There you go. Those three D pictures are cool. I got one in black and white blob, which I framed. I'm sure. Uh, talk about baby torture. No shit. Here you go, kid. Here's some kale. Good Lord. Uh, All right, that is going to do it for us today. Uh, Thank you so much for being here. We will be back uh, tomorrow. Same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Until then, please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you're in there. And look at that. We got through a pump day, pump day, pump day. Tomorrow we have Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy, and it's Friday Eve. Are you kidding me? Have we done that already? Man, oh man. Uh, so until tomorrow, y'all have a fantastic hump day and adios, everybody.
7: Well, I got a bumper sticker on the back of my truck. There ain't another like it cause I had it made up. I can tell who's
1: behind me, they give themselves away Lay on their horn when they read this phrase Honk if you honky-tonk Don't
4: if you don't, but if you do
1: Don't you love to
4: honk if you honky-tonk well, Me and Friday night go hand in hand Ice-cold beer and a swinging van. Go. She called my
6: little sign about a mile ago Honk if you honky-tonk Don't if you don't what if you
4: do, don't you love to Honk give you honky-tonk Just the other day, I was cruising through town Sheriff pulled me over, I thought I had it now I rolled down my window, he said with a grin I want one of them stickers or I'm gonna
8: run you in
4: Honk if you honky tonk
6: Don't, if you don't But if you do, don't you love to I'll give you honky tonk Honk if you honky tonk Don't
4: I'll give you a honky I'll give you a honky tone